T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local. It's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea, and we are here live inside the Lakeland University studios. Check them out, lakeland.edu. Check out Wendy's this morning if you haven't already. I know you just drove by one. That's you turning around. Go get that breakfast Baconator combo. I mean, if you're not starting your day with a side of potato wedges, are you really starting your day? The uh, hot honey chicken biscuit combo, very good as well. Frosty Chino. Check that out. That's all available at Wendy's. During the break, I don't know how this came up in my Twitter feed, but I was looking at some of the stuff. There is a Museum of Failure in Sweden. So Sweden's got this Museum of Failure, things that were created that failed. You know, think like Crystal Pepsi or whatever. Um, One of the things is, I don't remember this, in 2006... There was a thing called ESPN Phone. This ESPN branded flip phone provided grainy video highlights and 24-7 sports news. It cost $399 or it was free with a plan between $65 and $225 a month. Basically, it'd be like if you had a phone today and the one app was ESPN, although it was a flip phone and it was grainy. And he paid $65 a month for it. Steve Jobs once told ESPN executives, your phone is the dumbest effing thing I have ever heard. <laughs> I don't remember ESPN phone. I do remember uh, 1-900-976-ESPN. 95 cents Vag- per minute. Vaguely. They used to have a 900 toll-free talk number. 900. Oh, not not toll-free. 900 number. Ah. And you would, if you wanted sports updates on the go, you could just call in there. Yeah, you would have to call in there. And then how much was it? Like 95 cents a minute? Well, the Not commercial went 95 cents per minute. Call 1 900 976. No. Yeah. ESPN. Here, I found a video from 86. Okay. I don't know if it's the same thing I'm thinking of. Billy Martin may be back in Yankee pinstripe. The latest news. Oklahoma and Nebraska are tied at 21 with a minute remaining. Scores updated every five minutes. Jack Nicholas has just won the match. The biggest stories, the fastest scores, just a phone call away all day, every day. ESPN Dial Sports, 1-900-976-1313. The numbers for scores, headlines, and ESPN program information. ESPN Dial Sports, 1-900-976-1313. All right, so that was was back in 86. Where's the one that I'm thinking of? I want to find the one I'm thinking of. But isn't that crazy? I mean, you used to, like, we, we do take the amount of, not to be an old man, but the amount of act, the amount of information that we can get right now on our fingertips is pretty incredible. If you wanted to know sports scores 30 years ago, you used to have to call a 900 number. And it cost uh, 50 cents a call. Man. I thought there were, I was trying to find that other ad. I'm, I'm surprised I found that one. 
Does anybody else remember that? 95 cents per minute. So that would have been later on. Call 1-900-976-ESPN. There used to be a phone number, too, where you could call in and listen to the Brewer's radio feed. Do you remember that? No. Yeah. What? It was a phone number you would dial, Mm. and it would be the radio feed of the Brewer's. And so back before, like, you could stream or or whatever, I I remember one summer I was – at somebody's house, and they wanted to score the Brewer game, and I said, just you watch this. And I dialed the number and put it on speakerphone on my flip phone, and we faintly heard Euchre as we were throwing bags. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's just we've come so far. That's crazy. Rhino yeah. says he had ESPN Mobile. The company literally folded and service shut off overnight without warning. Hey, man, dedicated sports fan right there. I'm not going to knock you for that. You had a phone that could give you all the scores. 15 years ago, that was 15 years ago. That was pretty incredible. Is there some Freddie Peralta news or is this irrelevant? What's happening? Yeah, it sounds like he is going to be going out on an, on an assignment in the next week. Really? Yeah, rehab assignment. So you would imagine it might be take a few weeks though on this assignment to build him up and get him going all right but- so yeah because start over all right freddie Peralta take yesterday out is going into a uh it sounds like he's going into uh an assignment rehab assignment so i would think three weeks how many starts do you want three starts Probably. maybe just to get him going who came back for was it yeah, uh, Cardinals. Was it Jack Flaherty that came back? Flaherty, and then he got hurt again? Yeah, they didn't give him a rehab assignment. Something they kind of, like, like yeah. let him work it out yep. at the big league level. And I don't know that – I mean, I guess there's an argument for that, but I think rehab assignment's fine. Plus, the Brewers, I mean, they might not all be tremendous, but they've got starting pitchers. What's the deal with Hauser? When's he coming back? I haven't heard anything about Hauser. Who okay. knows? Yeah. I mean, I, I, you would imagine he's going to go on a – on a stint too, right? Well, I don't know. So they're lining up Burns, Woodruff, Lauer, and Ashby for this four-game set against the Cardinals. I have a question because I And forgot. by the Cardinals, I mean the Rockies, yes? Rockies. What? Is Chi-Chi Gonzalez still on this staff? I oh, no, sir. Okay, he got cut too. Yeah, Chi-Chi had that opportunity in a 4-3 game. In the ninth inning, he came in. Ah, uh, yeah. Train wreck. Yes. And then uh, after they gave him such a spot, then they said, all right, see ya. You forget a lot over this break, you know? I kind of unplugged from the Brewers for four or five days, so. I hope, well, I we've hope been talking Brewers. We've just been ripping yeah. on them. Yeah. But we haven't really been, you know, talking like Brewers, Brewers, like the team itself. Did you watch any baseball yesterday? I didn't. Oh, I watched Yankees, I Astros kinda, in the day. I kind of forgot, and then I f- forgot to set my fantasy lineup. I forgot to set my weeklies. And, yeah, I'm and pissed. Mookie Betts, I forgot to start, and he got 10 points last night. So, oh, yeah. What is he that was on my bench. 10 points? Yeah. He had a good game last night. We yeah, go, I don't do points in go fantasy da- we baseball. We go daily. We go daily, so. You go daily. Switch out daily so we can switch out every day. It's weekly. Yeah. You mentioned weekly. But you can still do daily and do categories. So you do daily and do points? Yeah, we just do points like runs, scored, and that is, hits. That's and, brutal. That's terrible. So it's you like, win it's like, like football. So what do you win, like 400 to 300? Something like that, yeah. That's it, dumb. It, I mean, it could Get be. Get out of there. You got to go by categories, and you win like six to five. Oh, no. And that's your record for the week. No. No, we, everyone we, does it that we, way. No. We your do, way's dumb. We do it like fantasy football. Your way's making me aggressively mad. Sorry. It's dumb. All right, let's talk about the Brewers then. Let's get you more mad. Uh, stupid fantasy football, baseball comparison. Fantasy football's coming up, everybody. All right, so I am going to, I think I mentioned uh, our good buddy Todd Rosiak earlier in the program. Uh, I am going to steal. I'm going to steal an article that he wrote and present it to you like it is my own. However, I just mentioned his name, and I mentioned the fact that I am going to do it. So that means I'm better than most. So here we go. Nine things to look forward to this Brewer season. These are ideas off the top of my head. 
and not via some column penned by Todd Rosiak because it was actually written by J.R. Radcliffe. <laughs> I just oh. saw Todd Rosiak <laughs> share it. Oh, J.R. I'll just flat out steal from. Screw that. Todd, I'll credit. J.R., I'm just going to steal J.R.'s not J.R. even with the Brewers anymore, right? Or was that somebody else? Who went to the Mets? Who went to the Mets? Yeah, from the Brewers beat. Will Salmon. Will Salmon. Never mind. Wow. Dude, if you don't know your beat writers, you do not belong in sports radio. I'm sorry. J.R. Radcliffe is the trending sports reporter at the Journal Sentinel. He is. Will Salmon wrote for The Athletic. Yeah, I know. And then beat David Stearns to see who would be with the Mets first. Okay? I apologize. Nine things to look forward to with the Brewers in the second half of the season. Home games galore. They have 40 home games under their belt. That means they've got another 41. They've already played 53 on the road. So one of the things that we were asking you guys today is how many games do you plan on getting to in the second half? Let's just rip through some of these answers again. Maybe one or two. Might go to that doubleheader versus the Giants. I only go to postseason games, so zero. Zero, can watch grass in my backyard grow for free. Zero, I don't think they play as hard as they should. They don't battle, and when they hit, I'm already screwing that one up. Three to five most likely, not because I think they're going to make a splash trade. I just like to go whenever, you know, I'm bored. Okay. And then another one says zero. So if you if, if now you guys are going to these games, what am I doing talking about them? Maybe that maybe that's the lesson I learned today. I've been so excited for baseball to come back to talk about these games. Maybe next week we just maybe next week Brewers are the footnote and we go all in on Packers rookies coming to town. Today, right? Yeah. What am I doing wasting my time with baseball? Uh, that's a great question. Nobody likes it. I don't like it. But here we are just talking about it. Here we are. I mean, I should be breaking down Packer rookies. I, you know what? I think I might do that today now. <laughs> I, what if I ask how many training camp practices are you going to go to? There we go. Poll question. Poll question. What are you going to go to more of this summer? Brewers games or training camp practices? Yes. Get that up there. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. I'll take the show in it as well. Take take Bart Winkler's show. Keep in mind that our audience is primarily Milwaukee, so we are going to be asking. Did I retweet it on the Big Show Network page, too? You have access to that? Uh-huh. Wow. I don't have access to it. No. Okay. What are you going to more this summer? Well, what did I just say? I don't know. What are you going to more? What are you just going to more? That doesn't sound like correct English. What are you going to more? What are you going? (laughs) You're right. It doesn't. What are you going to more? That's not a (laughs) sentence. What are you? What? What What did you say? Should I get the tape? I already said it right the right way. I know. I already did. What are you attending more? What are you? uh, What did you say? I don't know. Someone call him. Uh, Pat tweets in, neither I'll be at strip clubs. Oh, I think that was, uh, will Bart say anything that gets tweeted in? The answer is probably. Uh, what will you attend? What? God dang it, Paul. Uh, Paul. I called you Paul. Why? Who's Paul? Why did you call me Paul? Okay. Um, what will you, how about we table this till the break? Don't tweet anything until the break. Okay. We'll figure it out off the air. Two more minutes and I'm downloading the first 15 minutes, so. Well, well, we'll, we'll, we can come. We're, we're grown men. We can come up with it new. Brandon says he's going to 15 games. He's going to Boston and then down to Pittsburgh. That is true blue brew crew, if you ask me. All right, so a lot of home games. So that's one of the things to look forward to. There's a doubleheader at home. How about that? That should be fun. The first game, this is Thursday, September 8th. The first game starts at 310. Those who buy tickets can stick around for the second game as well. It will be the first doubleheader at American Family in which both games stretch nine innings apiece. There were some seven-game doubleheaders. So that, though, that's the night where the NFL starts. So if you're thinking of, like, um, you know, not wanting to go to the Giannis bobblehead game because it's week one of the NFL. That's a little different than 
you want to watch the first game of the NFL season between the Bills and the Rams, I believe. The Yankees come to town September 16th to the 18th. We all say we hate the Yankees, but we're all totally going to be there. Uh, The trade deadline, Tuesday, August 2nd, 5 p.m. deadline. So that's something to look forward to. Ooh, Tim Shea will like this. Something to look forward to. The 1982 reunion. Yes. We are reuniting this team once again. You know, is this morbid? Because when I saw the list for the 82 Brewers, most of them are still alive. Is it weird that I thought that most of them wouldn't be? It was only 40 years ago. I am in honor of that. I'm I'm wearing my I have it my '82 patch on. Yeah, look at you, Prince Fielder's coming back. He's going to the Walk of Fame. You'll the see next him day. on August 6th. Yeah, uh, you'll see more you'll see more Cy Young performances from Corbin Burns. Hopefully, that's another thing to look forward to, according to the Journal. Could you see a Gold Glove in the outfield? Wait, Jr.'s trying to convince me Hunter Renfro is going to win a Gold Glove. No. You got to be like a known name throughout the league. Hunter Renfrew. Eh. Apparently he came in second last year. He did? Yeah. Oh, then my apologies to JR. And then the other one is a Giannis bobblehead. So remember, Giannis is a co-owner of the uh, Brewers. Now, this is still what I don't get. On Sunday, on Sunday September 11th, bobbleheads are given away to the first 35,000 fans. Well, why don't you just make 40,000 fans? Why, why, don't, why don't you make five? Because you're competing against, it doesn't make any sense. Now, maybe they just say that and they have enough bobbleheads. You would know. You work for the Brewers. I, I, I'm I, pretty sure they're doing it off ticket sales already. And they're not so going to sell it out. when they say they have 35,000 bobbleheads, this is my question. Do they really have 35,000 bobbleheads? Or do they have 40 and they just are saying that so people get in? Um, I wasn't. That's a good way to put this. I wasn't in that conversation. Like, that wasn't my area. Okay. I might have overheard some things. Yeah. Well, where, whatever. Where. I don't care if it's true. They might have, if they're giving away 35, they might have 37,000 and keep extras for down the road. Spring train. They love to give away them for spring training games next year. So they order extras. I don't because what I don't understand is why just, why they just don't do forty. That's now we're talking. I'm not talking about the special ticket packages. Like when I got that Elmo bobblehead. Yes, you had to buy a you had ticket. To buy, and I think that sucks too, because if you have season tickets and then you have to buy, I think that sucks. Mm-hmm. But that's that's separate than what I'm talking about. Those are announced after you renew your season tickets. <laughs> if you knew that, no. Yeah. All right, so that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is when you have essentially an all-fan giveaway but then limit it to 35,000, what you're going to do is create the opportunity for 5,000 people not to get a bobblehead? Pretty much. But I, I don't understand. So you're still selling the ticket. Chan- chances are that they don't sell out that game. You're very chances adamant are, about that. Chances are very well. Why? Very, very high. I, who do they play? I don't the uh, September 11th. I want to say someone in the division, maybe. Yeah, the Reds. Okay. You don't think they'll sell out that game? I, I the Packers play at three thirty. Three twenty-five. It is the first week in NFL. I don't know if people care about that. It's a Giannis Brewers bobblehead. Am I overestimating? Like I know that bobbleheads, they peaked, right? They came back. Yeah. They roared back like what fifteen years ago. And then that bobblehead museum came up, which is I got. It, I do have to check it out. But they've peaked. They're still an attractive item. I think you are onto something that people will walk in and then walk out and go home. Well, and th- I mean, if if people were trying to poach Elmo bobbleheads on eBay, people oh, are they're be definitely trying to sell yeah. These this. are de- these are going to be on eBay before first pitch. I just don't understand if you have a stadium with forty thousand seats and you have an all fan giveaway. Why wouldn't you not just have 40,000 bobbleheads? Why would you say, no, no, 35? Because then what you're just going to do is make people mad after they already paid to get it. It doesn't make any sense to me. It really makes me upset. Ryan's in Oak Creek. What's up, Ryan? Hi. I'm going to go to like 15 to 30 games after the All-Star break. Yeah, Ryan. 
I'm not going to go to the um, not going to the Packers uh, pre preseason games or whatnot. You're going to no training camps. No. You're going all Brewers. Do you do ballpark pass or how do you get in? I buy tickets. Day of? Uh, no, I had to buy it beforehand. Oh, you have like a pack or something? No, I just buy them. Oh, okay. Single tickets. All right. So you're going to Brewer I'm games? To, yeah, I'm going to go to all the giveaway games pretty much. Okay. You're going to get that Giannis the, bobblehead. Including the uh, special ticket giveaways too. Oh, you got it all covered. Yeah. All right, Ryan. Well, you have a good summer think, at the ballpark. I think. Uh, I think they don't. I don't think they give away all the bobbleheads. So, gonna. I think they're gonna have some left because I went to the cover and Barnes bobblehead, and that was like ten minutes before the game first pitch, and they still had a lot left. So I don't. I don't think they're gonna run out of the bobbleheads for Giannis. I just think, Ryan, thanks for the call. I think that's going to be a well-attended game. Tonight's game, for what it's worth, is a baseball cap giveaway. You've got the M inside the like state logo, kind of like a brick. Uh, it's got the yellow front, blue on the back. That's pretty cool. First 10,000 fans. Why? Now that I'm fine with. Why? Because it's a hat. If you're going to have a get giveaway. Get there early, uh, I, I, I do not. See, I don't like the concept of, because we talked about the same thing with the Bucks. So I'm not letting the Bucks off the hook either when they gave away those rings and they only had 10,000 of them. What you're doing is creating chaos where it doesn't need to be. The people have already, they're already buying the ticket. These aren't walk-up tickets. The people aren't walking up and saying, they're not paying for parking, then walking up and saying, do you have this any hat still? Yep. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll buy a ticket to the game then. You already have, you've, you've already made the sale with the intention of giving away the hat. Does this, am I... I don't know. I, I feel like I'm not explaining this 100% right. I also feel like I'm getting a little worked up. I also feel like my left arm is going numb. I'm just kidding. I shouldn't joke about it. Are you okay? That. I shouldn't Do joke I need about to come that. over there and I did the have show? that. Uh, that happened to me about seven years ago here. Oh, boy. Not seven. I got in a big fight with Freems after the show, and I was, like, dizzy. It was weird. I had to go to the hospital. Okay, well, if anything happens, let me know because I can finish the show. No, I've been pretty good since then. <laughs> You can finish the show. I'll, yeah, just you. You go, you know, that way, and I'll finish the show for you. All right. Let's see how that would sound. No. Take us to break. I'm gone right now. I'm gone. No. Go to commercial. No. I'm gone now. Sorry now. I'm not ready for this. All I'm asking you to do is take us to break. We'll be back around the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay. Plus taxes and fees. Phone fees 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea. Tim and Toby on Monday. How about that? It's going to be great four hours. Yeah, you guys better make up before... Oh, yeah. Toby and I are good. Okay. It's just Sam that's the it's troublemaker. Sam, but Sam and I are good, too, now. Well, you all made up yesterday? So now it's just you. We're back to... Oh, me? Yeah. We're back to uh, A number one. Hey, nice throw to the break there before, too. Hey, thank you. We're back here on the fan. Bart's out. I'm in. Talking Brewers. How many games are you going to attend this year? <laughs> you like that? That was as basic as it gets. Yep. And I'd still give it a three out of ten. Hey, it's better than a two. That's wow, you're right. It is better than a two. We came up with the poll. Yes. We had a hard time figuring out how we wanted to word a poll, but we came up with it. What are you more likely to attend this summer? All right. Now the first response was neither. 
But what are you more likely to attend this summer? Ooh. A Brewers game or Packers training? We should have put a third one. What? Neither? Neither. No, I don't I am not doing that. Okay. And people one are or like, the other. People are like, why is there no neither option? I don't know, because that's not what I'm asking you. What are you more likely to attend? If you answer neither, you're not answering the question. You're right. You're right. You're what right. What are you more likely to attend? Even if you even if you're even if you're planning on attending neither, neither, you have no interest in either. What are you more likely to attend? Neither. That's not an option. What are you more likely to attend? See? There should be a neither option. There should be a both option. That's not that's I mean, that's not how it works either. I hate to try to explain question and answers, you know, this late in your life, but figure it out, man. We are brought to you by Scrub-A-Dub, Scrub-A-Dub Scrub Club. Hard to say, easy to use, but you can wash your car every day if you choose. It's the Scrub-A-Dub Scrub Club. Sign up for as low as $13 a month. You can get your car washed every day if you like. For instance, if Steve in Germantown's got his kid Max in the car and they go through a car wash and then Max is like, this was the best thing that's ever happened in my life. Do it again, Daddy. Instead of Steve saying, well, son, I, I can't afford another $15, as some of these car washes are, he says, all right, you bet. Turns right around, goes through it. Unlimited for the month. You can keep it clean, clean his car on the block, take care of that underneath, get the get the nice suds. You know how a car wash works. Scrub-a-dub. Sign up at scrubadub.biz. John is in Franklin. Johnny. Good morning. Happy Friday, boys. Hi, John. <laughs> What's with the pause? I was, reading, uh, no, I, was reading, I was reading a text for my wife. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Gee whiz. Priorities. Priorities, Bart. We've talked about this. Hey, was I in your draft for your basketball? Nobody drafted you. I thought about it, John. I did. I'm sorry. See, I, I give the impression, you know, that like I'm this old man or nothing, but I, I, I'm a load in the post, and I can get hot from the outside. I am streaky, though. I'm fully admitted. Very streaky. No, they, they erred by not taking you. They took Vincent and Anaheim, kids of 300 miles away. Well, it is what it is. But, you know, I was kind of wondering about that. I mean, you know, I, I did. I mean, I, I've been a little lax. I know I haven't called him, but I just, like I said, the last – the last week, I just have had, you know, very little take, so I'm just kind of checking in because I haven't been been calling in or whatever. <laughs> I heard Carl's call, and I'm, like, thinking to myself, you know, the guy got married, and, you know, what happened to Happy Carl? It's like he's angry all the time. He's like me. You know, I remember when Carl did get married. Was that last summer? I think so. Yeah, Carl was super happy for, like, two months. He was on cloud nine. Yeah. I gotta be honest. I like this Carl better. <laughs> I, I will admit he, you know, he does make me think because I have actually, I have friends of color, so I've gone to games, but with people of color. But he, um, he brought up. I mean, I mean, it's. I never. I have never. It never even crossed my mind. I never even thought about it. And I'm. He's right. He he was a hundred percent right about people attending Brewers games. I mean, wow. And, and you know, I'm, I, I guess I'm surprised it never crossed my mind, but that's, that's the difference between, uh, I think, our races. We don't think about stuff like that. Yeah, Crazy. it's called white privilege, John. I, I don't buy into that, but, there. I mean, it's obvious there's a different – I guess I wouldn't call it that, but I, I do. I get the premise. Okay. I get the, I, I get the premise. All right. Uh, what else uh, uh, do you have to say? Well, uh, Jeff Wagner, today we're going to talk about uh, which garbage bags we use. I like the kind with the lemon scent. Now, I particularly don't like the lemon scent. I don't think my gar- my <laughs> my garbage smells like my garbage. And if you you're... try to if you try to disguise what a garbage smells like, I think you're just uh, it's like putting lipstick on a pig. Why not just throw it out in the garbage where it belongs? You, you don't really sound like them, but your intonation, phrasing, and subject matter are are spot on. TMJ called me last night. They want me to fill in when he's off as him. I said I can't do it, but thanks for the offer. So I really have no sports take, but I I, oh. I, I do have like a real quick funny story. So I, I went up to help my buddy. My buddy moved up north to his retirement house in Oxford, and 
So I went up there. I took took a ride out yesterday afternoon to do some work out there last night. I'm driving back this morning. At his house, there was an infestation of flies outside the house. I mean, it was insane. They were everywhere. They were aggressive, and they were biting. So like an idiot, you know, I didn't really know this when I rolled up there, so I left the windows of my truck open. So I go into my truck, and there's like 100 flies in the truck. Oh, my God. Yuck. So we took a ride last night and got rid of most of them. So I'm I'm headed for the freeway this morning. I got a two-hour ride back to town. And, like, immediately getting on the freeway, the last remaining and very determined fly is still in, in, in the vehicle. And if there would have been a camera on me, it would have been something that would YouTube probably would have went viral because it was like an epic battle between me and this fly. I got I got the, uh, like, half roll of, of paper towel because I'm not fast enough with my hand. So I, if I have a little extension, I, I'm swatting at this thing. I swear I hit it three times. It's still alive. I roll all the windows down. He goes away. I roll them all up. He comes back. This went on for an hour and a half. And I just finally. You tried to kill a fly for an hour and a half? It went on for, I'm not lying. He disappeared. And he came, and at one point, he disappeared, and I knew he was still in there. So I rolled. like I rolled And the, the all-star breaks hard on everybody. Jeez. Yeah, this is what this. But <laughs> I got rid of him. Thank flipping God. Because I, I didn't want to bring him back to my neighborhood so he could spawn. Because these suckers were biting. And, I mean, they drove us in the house. It was insane. This is an all-timer, John. Another day of my life, brother. Just another peak peek behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Johnny. I'm out. Wow. John and Franklin. You got to be careful who you kill because flies, they're all part of the food chain. I, I read a story that bees actually were aggressively killing bees, but without bees, uh, there would be more mosquitoes. No mo, no mo may. Did you do that? No mo may. Yeah, did you hear about that? So bees can pollinate. No mo may yep. was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Thank you. No mo may was people too lazy to mow their lawns. <laughs> All of a sudden, now everyone cares about bees, and how obnoxious do you have to be to put up a sign that says no mo may? So instead of people just driving around, be like, oh, that guy's lawn is out of control. Oh, he's doing no mo may. Look at this. Oh, song. What, a, what a great human. What a great human. Oh, my God. He's caring about the bees. No mo may. And it's one of those things, like the phrasing's bad. No mo may. Yeah. I, I didn't know what you said at first. Yeah. No mo may. No mo may. Who is no mo may? Oh, no mo may. You got to say it slow. No mo may. Oh, it's terrible. Bill tweets in, oh, you heard on Zach Gelb's last night, the big news. I will be back on Gelb's show on Tuesday and Friday. Don't you be leaving us, Bart. Where am I going to go? To Zach Gelb. You are going to New York twice. Yeah, they're flying me out there Tuesday night. On the private jet. (laughs) (laughs) And they're flying me back uh, on Friday. Friday I might stay overnight. Maybe. We'll 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 see. They're flying me out there. No, I'm thinking about that already. I, you know, I don't know what to talk about. Talk about the Brewers. I, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I can't. You know, when you're doing a na- I'm doing a national yeah, show. I you feel like stay away from. I mean, but I, but what am I going to do? I'm going to interview a guy about the Houston uh, Texans. I know what you're going to talk about. Hmm. NFL. It's going to be you're going to be right at the start of training camps yeah but what what what, what's gonna topic for like national because here i can relate everything back to the packers and here i can break down everything like christian watson you know what you're gonna need something big to happen i do need something maybe deshaun watson will maybe that will come down because i did the show from a couple fridays ago and kevin durant requested a trade and ucla and usc moved to the big 10 done and done. it was great yep i didn't have to do anything it was if i have to what am i gonna do i'm gonna what what's the best big three in the NBA? Seven nine nine CBS. <laughs> Seven nine nine CBS. That's not gonna be any fun. Nobody's calling on that. I did like our question yesterday with Paul Imig. Do you think you've seen the best championship of your life so far? Use that. I could uh, use that for a half hour, forty five minutes. I could tailor that to a national audience. I think what I might do is get like. Like maybe I'll get Ryan Wood on and then interview him on national and then interview him the next day on our show. (laughs) 
We'll see. Maybe your golf guy will call in again. Uh, John in Miami. John in Miami. The world's best putter. Yeah, maybe he'll call again. Yeah, we'll be on the air here too. So I'll be because I'll be are in for do- Zach Gell. Are you doing double duty then Tuesday and Friday? Oh yeah, I'm not taking off. All right, beautiful. Uh, shoulder fat says all Zach Gell talks about is bone in or boneless chicken wings. Talk about that. Uh, both taste good. Boneless chicken wings are not chicken wings; they're chicken nuggets. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. But you say he just a friend, and you say he just a friend. Oh, baby, you got what I need. But you say he just a friend, but you say he just a friend. Oh, baby, you got what I need. But you say he just a The late, great Bismarcky. I'm Bar Winkler, that's Tim Shea. Tim Shea, or as the ladies call him, Mr. Friendzone. Yes. Yes? No. No? You got some ladies on the hook? Aren't you texting with a girl? Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. All right. From South Carolina. Yeah, that's still being happening? She would like to know when Toby will be on the air next. Oh, in South Carolina? South Carolina. Mm, I don't know, yeah. Yeah, we're all we're all spreading our wings a little bit You here. guys, you know, you At are. Horvath's in D.C. Yeah. Toby's doing South Carolina, the mm-hmm. afternoon show, the big show. Big shows statewide? For the next couple weeks. Is the Oh, Toby next couple Toby, weeks. Toby, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Spark Guy, 414-799-1250. What's up? It's like the Tim Shea channel. I did happen to stumble upon, I think, yesterday while driving around that they were talking about him. It was like Sam Schmitz and Sparky and somebody else. And now today it's dating life of Tim. It's, yeah, it's, it's the summer of Shea. Time. You know, you always got to have a, a good bench at a radio station. So we're really like Tim, Tim Shea's like when wrestlers uh, have a big push. We're really pushing Tim Shea right now. Well, you know, I feel like it's summer of shade, but you guys keep pushing him. It might be summer of Sam because he's going to snap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sam Schmidt, summer of Sam Schmidt's going to snap on Shay. Yeah. That too. I got a a topic for you nationally. You'll talk all day, all day, and that's constantly what we talk about here. You should talk to any fan base. Our championship's the ultimate goal. And when I mean ultimate goal, like, that's always what you're shooting for. I feel like a lot of times competitiveness is out there too, and that's kind of the whole that's the whole Packer battle and now becoming the whole Brewer battle. Is it about always winning a you know, a decent amount and getting a shot at it? And I get the, the, the nerd boy thing where he's like Stearns is like, Hey, like let's let's get in the playoffs and it's and it's a roll of the dice. That does apply to baseball to some degree, but I think other people have that attitude about other sports as well. Like would you take that one title surrounded by six, seven bad years of, of your team? Or do you want the consistent playoff appearance every year with a lesser chance of a title? Great question. Can't wait to talk about it Tuesday. Um, I think, I think to answer for me, one of the things I've been saying is I want like progress. Progress is the goal. You're not, you can't win a title every year. Everybody knows that. And there's some teams like, like look at baseball. I'll mention the Mariners and the Orioles. Okay. These are teams where not much was expected of them, but now they've had these great runs Mariners could get in the playoffs. Orioles might finish around 500, and that was progress. They did better than you thought they would. There's progress there. Then the next year, you can start to think, all right, if we can get into the playoffs. You know, back in 2008, I wasn't thinking Brewers championship. I was thinking I just want to see my team in the playoffs, and then I want to see them back in the playoffs, and they did in 2011, and then I want to see them get back there again, and it took them until 2018. But then 2018, they go to the NLCS. So now I want to see if we can go further. 2019, they don't. 2020, they don't. 2021, they don't. So now it's like we're just kind of stuck here. And yes, this season, if you look at this season at 50 and 43, some other fan bases would love to be 50 and 43 in a vacuum. But we've got the last few years where we haven't been making progress. So I think too many times fans that I argue with are always like, well, you got to enjoy the ride and look at everything that's happened, and they're in for, they're in first place. 
But I think you can't, like Giannis always says, it's a journey. You know, this helps me do this. This helps me do this. You can't look at a team year by year and say, was that a success or not? Because for the Packers, the last 10 years, you could probably say there's a lot of successes in there. You have to look at where it is on the journey. And so the Packers coming up short all these times, I think there's a lot of lack of successes. You, you're not happy with the end result. So that's a great question. My answer is progress because you, you're not going to win a championship every year. But you just got to, like, if you're bad, trade some pieces away. Get some prospects. Get something to be excited about. When you're bad, go on a little winning streak. End the season good. Feel good about next year. When you're mediocre, make the playoffs. When you make the playoffs, go further. When you go further, go to the World Series. Brewers haven't been doing that, so that's why I think I'm so frustrated with them. Thank you for the question. It really set up a great answer for me. Well, I, I'm pleased that I was able to help you out with that. I mean, I think it is a good question, though, because I think most people's answer isn't the same as what they think it is. Progress toward what? I don't know. I think people are more content with teams just being decent but not really wanting the championship. I'm a, Nothing like a championship. You always, number one goal, and I'm in the minority on that, number one goal at all times is, is championship. Well, yeah, but if you're, if you're the Bears this year, you're going to be 3-14. and 14. <laughs> But let's talk about other Chicago teams. What about the Cubs? I was one, unlike Horvat, I fully supported them just completely busting everyone loose last year. I did. They weren't going to win another one with that core. They're going to pay too much. They're going to get mired in this 500 ball, and once in a while they'd win 90 games. But if they put a billion dollars on all those guys, they wouldn't compete anymore. They'd be kind of stuck stuck in the mud. But they would have a decent team with big names, and I'm not in favor of that. Blow it all up. Try again. Because if you're not going to win a title, I don't really care about it. But that's just me. That's my opinion. Well, okay, but you like the Bears, right? So what's going to be a big? What's going to be a successful season for you? Well, but I think I well I don't think their number one goal is winning a title. I think that they have terrible ownership that to some degree waste seasons because they like guys. Like they didn't fire. They didn't fire. If Dick I'm a Bears Geronimo. fan, I'm happy with seven wins and a good year out of Fields. I'm happy with and Fields. beating the Packers. Showing pro- I'm showing. I'm happy with Field. Well, that's. I mean, you could talk for an hour and a half, and they spend four, 24 hours a day down south talking about that. I think that's a different thing. No Bears fan would say that they have a successful regime. No, of course not. But why? It's not because necessarily they have a bad year here or there. It's because there's no mission statement, and you have a bunch of people that are completely incompetent running the team. You know what I mean? Like, ooh, Spark Guy. This uh, we just came up with another topic. I can go through all the NFL and try to figure out what are successful uh, seasons for every team? I think so. I think that's a very, that's another good topic. I mean, And how about this? Uh, now I'm using the morning show, and one of the topics on the morning show is what should a topic be on the national show? We need to have a Wednesday recap of your Tuesday show because I think you're going to have this unbelievable outline of what you're going to talk about, and then you're going to get completely sidetracked by something like 7th Heaven, and then it's just going to go off the rails. I hope so. That's the thing. You know, the national show, I've only done it once. I'm, I'm talking about it like it's a thing I do all the time. When I do the national show, I filled in for Zach Gelb one time. I think I'm Scott Farrell all of a sudden. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I, I don't think I can spend a topic doing 20 minutes on how Tim Shea is in the friend zone his whole life. Hey. <laughs> I think final thing, you could pull uh, another local radio move, which is uh, – Jeff Wagner's counterpart there, Mark Belling, when he used to host Rush Limbaugh, he would just uh, play that show over again. So why don't you just mail it in on Wednesday morning, just air the national show on 1250 and sleep in? Well, I did uh, I did, I did. did uh, every interview I did on the Zach Gelb show was played <laughs> on this show the following week. So You're already ahead of the game, my there man. Will be, there mean, will be some of that occurring. <laughs> you're ahead of the game. I got to jump. You have a good weekend, man. Thanks, Mark Guy. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. That is a good, good little topic. You know what? What's the ultimate goal? Because to bring it back here locally, statewide, I feel like now I know people there won't say this, but I feel like the Badger football team. I don't think their goal is to win a national championship. Well, no, because they can't. They they definitely they've had chances they've had chances they've had they've had paths the but last their 10 goal years. is Rose Bowl. But the Rose Bowl's nothing anymore. Or a playoff game. 
All right, so I think because this is where this is where it's an interesting time to be in, uh, you know, this job is because all of our teams are there. The, every team's goal is a championship right now, mm-hmm. or it should be. The Bucks certainly is. The Packers certainly is. The the, the Brewers is. Yeah, you know they could say, oh, we want it, but they're trying to get in so that then they can have a a run. So they're just trying to get there. The Packers are trying to win a title the whole time. Bucks too. Brewers, they're trying to get in. And then see what happens. So it's a little different. But every team right now, their goal is a championship. So I don't think any team's season can be looked at as a success if they don't win a championship. Now, when the Bucks lost to the Raptors, when they didn't go to the NBA Finals, they got far, but then they, they were up 2-0 and then lost the rest of the series, right? Yeah. So is that a successful season? I mean, they got farther than they ever did. We look back after they won a championship. Now we can look back and say, oh, those were building blocks. So, yes, they were all part of it and a necessary success. So I'm going to look back at the Brewers now, and I don't think 2021 was successful. I don't think 2020 was successful. I don't think 2019 was successful. 2018, yeah, because you got – I mean, you were so close, but still. You had not made the playoffs for so long. Now you're in the NLCS. That was a success Mm -hmm. because progress and getting closer. And then they haven't made any progress since. But then if they win the World Series this year, you can look at the last three years and say it was all on the journey to getting here, and it was a successful run. But in the moment, those have not been successful seasons. So, so I'm I, You're saying they're failures? Yeah. I mean, you can look back retroactively. You can retcon it and say, well, the fact – because, like, when the Bucks lost to the Heat in the bubble, that was a failure. Yeah. That was a failure. But then if they use that to go ahead and win against the Suns in the finals, that was part of their journey. So it eventually helped them get a championship. So you can look back at the era as a success. But for any of these years that the Brewers don't make the World Series, they're not they they're not gonna none of this is gonna be paid off unless they win the championship. How far back can you look? Like if the Brewers don't win a World Series for three years, can you go back to well, think of the Packers. Okay. Think of the Packers. So uh, they did not make it in 2011, 2012, 2013, 14. All of those are failures. Mm-hmm. They're not going to get retconned to be successes. It would have to probably start at Lafleur, where you can say, all right, Lafleur was here for three years, and then in his fourth year, everything clicked and came together, and they won their championship. So this era, the Lafleur era, will say, was the Fleur era a success? Well, yeah, they eventually built themselves up and had all these NFC Championship games and won a Super Bowl. But if he loses another NFC Championship game and then gets fired or goes away, was the Lafleur era a success? No. Because they had so many chances and they came up short. Making the NFC Championship game does not get you a Super Bowl trophy. It's nice to make and it gets you right there. But when the expectation is Super Bowl for four years in a row and you have Aaron Rodgers and you can't get over that hump, it's not a success. I, I, I think we talk a lot about defining what is a success, what's not a success. I actually think it's pretty easy to define if a season is a success or not. Did they meet their expectations or succeed their expectations? And did they get closer to the ultimate goal of a championship than they were before the season started. That's what a success is to me. So you look at some of these NFL teams. The Bears are not going to win the Super Bowl. But if the Bears can start to get new momentum under a new head coach and get a good year out of Justin Fields and win some games they didn't expect, even like they win six games, they can they have enough to build on, feel good about themselves. They're better than where they started. The Lions. I think a lot of people look at the Lions as, hey, new coach, there's a new uh, attitude here. We're on the up rather than the down. You could look at last year's being somewhat of a success for the Lions. For the Vikings, I don't know if a Super Bowl needs to be happen for them to be a success, but they need to make a playoffs and they need to have a good run. They can't just make the playoffs and bow out. They're going to have to make the playoffs and win a game, maybe two. And for the Packers, it's a Super Bowl. So everyone's level of success is varying based on what your expectations are coming in. Patrick's in Houston. Hey, Patrick. Hey, Buck. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, yeah, I was just basically saying the same thing about how it just depends on where you are in the process. Being a 
from the South, but always being a longtime Packer fan that I've, that I've been, I could just go equate it back to us, us going to that NFC Championship game year after year and even last season in the regular season. Did I watch every game? Sure I did, you know. Um, but, I, but I have to admit, you know, like I wasn't fully pumped until like, okay, now it's the playoffs. Now let's take it all away. You've been here before. But versus like, versus like if you, any team, whatever the sport is, if you haven't made the playoffs, you mentioned the Lions or whatever, you're just happy to see, like, are we winning? Are we making progress? It just, it's just a life cycle of sports. You can't win the championship every single year. And when that time comes to where you're knocked off the throne and you, you have to rebuild, then your expectations are just, okay, okay, are we going to be competitive? Are we, gonna, uh, are we progressing? Are we going to make the playoffs? I'll even take one last thing here. Um, also, you know, being a lifetime Alabama Crimson Tide fan, yes, I'm happy that we're winning championships, but I know they won't last forever. But, hey, as long as you beat Auburn and LSU and you, uh, you make the bowls, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm not angry. But uh, just <laughs> want to ch- chime in. Patrick, thanks for calling in. 414-799-1250 down in Houston on the Odyssey app. You guys could continue to chime in. We'll keep talking about you and this and that and those guys and a couple of them and those things over there and – and the Brewers, Craig Kashan's going to join us uh, at 9.30. I'll throw some of these championship questions off of Craig. I'm going to flex Craig's brain today. Okay. And then I'm going to ask him if uh, Giannis was a Brewer, what percent of the impact would he have had on the city? Because I mentioned that before. Okay. Because Giannis, if if he was a Brewer, because when you talk about the Bucks, you the first thing you – Say is Giannis, or within the first ten seconds about why the Bucks are so great. If Giannis was a Brewer, he'd be he'd do five plays a game. He'd be stupid. I'm just gonna throw I'm gonna throw weird ass questions to Craig until I get one that sticks. Does that sound good? Sure. Let him know that I'm I'm on one today. Okay. Right. Yeah. Craig Sean, thirty minutes from this very minute. More from you. More from Tim Shea. Tim Shea's actually going to host the next 30 minutes. It's part of our... Agreement? No. It's part, it's part of our uh, building up uh, the bench program. 30 minutes, what are you going to talk about? Uh, we're going to talk about the Badgers. Oh, God. All right, I'll host. I'll host. <laughs> okay, I'll good, host. good, good, good. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 